Hello, this episode is dedicated to all the victims out there. If you are suffering, if you're in pain, if someone is inflicting pain on you, I know life is tough and I know being a victim is rough and my heart goes out to you. We pray for you. This episode comes with a large dose of compassion and love and recognition that we're all victims in one way. And this is in no way meant to marginalize or point out or just stigmatize anyone. And if you are a victim, I don't want you to feel attacked. The purpose of this episode, the victim mindset, victim mentality, and the being a victim in sobriety is to help us break away from that mindset and mentality but we do acknowledge that it's real serious being a victim and it's real serious being hurt and we all go through life and we have to harbor these losses and the pains and the sacrifices and the 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 hurt and the heartbreak um whether it's physical pain whether it's emotional pain whether it's psychological pain, spiritual pain, mental pain, pain is pain and it's difficult. I once had a victim mindset and victim mentality and in order for me to change and take the necessary steps to find my sobriety, I had to reverse that. And I couldn't do that without the grace of God and wise instruction and a safe community to vent to and it's you know and so this episode is to encourage you the victim that it's okay and there is help and you can get come back from your 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 pain and suffering and you can be freed of your sadness and you can change your mindset your mindset from being a victim to the victor you know, and um, and I'm praying for you. We're praying for you in the community. We acknowledge that it's not easy and we want to begin the process of healing. So this episode is dedicated to anyone that can identify with the victim mindset, victim mentality, and whether you are suffering from addiction or any general pain. If you're a human being, this episode is for you because we're all victims in one way or another. So we love you in the Sober's Dope community. My name is Pop Buchanan. I, I am six years sober. I'm a proud recovering alcoholic. I am a survivor of the victim mindset and mentality, and I'm not afraid to put myself out there in hopes to bring light to you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast, episode 14. This episode is about the victim mindset, victim mentality, and the victim mentality and sobriety. Do you often feel hopeless like you've failed so many times that it's not even worth trying anymore? 
do you frequently dwell on all of the mistakes you've made and all of your relationships you've lost? Maybe you just feel like your life will never be meaningful, so there's no use trying to do anything or be anything. If thoughts like this is controlling your life, you may be using self-victimization to cope with issues you feel unable to manage. The victim mentality can display itself in a variety of ways. People who play the role of the victim believe everything that happens to them is completely out of their control. Therefore, it is never their responsibility. They blame others when bad things happen to them and they have an extremely negative outlook on life. They are resistant to help and respond to any advice or assistance with reasons why it won't work or explanations as to why the problem is unsolvable. Many people with a victim mentality also use passive-aggressive behavior and manipulation to get what they want from others. This type of behavior is frequently seen in those who are addicted to drugs and alcohol. They will feel and act helpless to convince their loved ones and friends that their life is really as bad as they believe it is. They frequently use this behavior to manipulate loved ones into enabling their addictive behaviors by giving them money, drugs, protection, and companionship. Playing the victim is an extremely damaging and self-defeating behavior. Individuals who do this tend to develop relationships that involve mistreatment or abuse. They reject opportunities to have fun or deny any enjoyment, and they fail to prioritize their own well-being, eventually setting themselves up for failure and pain. Many individuals in recovery from drug and alcohol addiction are comfortable in the role of the victim, but drug and alcohol rehab programs challenge them to assume responsibility for their behaviors and take control of their lives. This requires giving up that victim role and the helplessness that comes with and taking ownership of their lives instead. Ladies and gentlemen, I read the, I'm reading this from Psych Central. Um, It's an article by Kelsey Brown, and I'm pulling together a lot of resources today to address the issues of victim mentality and addiction and victim mentality in life, because I was in my last episode, I was talking about sobriety and everyone detoxing from something. Everyone is being is addicted to something. Everyone has something in their life that needs realignment. We all are detoxing from either bad attitude, fear, a negative mindset, um, addictive, compulsive behavior, uh, cheating on a spouse, lying, um, exaggerating not saving needed we all have something we're working on we have we all have something we need to spiritually mentally or emotionally detox from and in regards to addiction and sobriety for me it, for a large amount of time I, yes a, i would say about 60% of my addiction was related to having a victim mentality like i definitely would always feel like someone was trying to play me or you know for a long time I thought my relationships were like if like if my girlfriend was break broke up with me I would feel like well how did she and why would she do that and sh- this and that this and that and I would always play the victim but most of the time in retrospect it was my fault you know, I was wrong. And sometimes, you know, when you're struggling with addiction or just you're not in a good place in life, you tend to place blame on others. You know, self-blaming is the last thing you want to do. It's like it's it's like it's the world. It's not me. It's them, not us. 
You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to just really address this issue because in the Sober is Dope universe, we have to attack every aspect of sobriety and every aspect of addiction um, in hopes that we can get a well-rounded idea on how to approach these issues. So in today's episode, we're going to have a few medical doctors talking. I have a couple of clips from YouTube. I'm going to be reading from online sites like WebMD, Forbes.com. And I just want you guys to just take a small dive with me today and let's take a look at the victim role and victim mentality. Because again, I really believe that this is something that's really at the core of many people's um, addiction and sobriety. So briefly, let's let's define victim mentality. Victim mentality is an acquired personality trait in which a person tends to recognize themselves as a victim of the negative actions of others and to behave as if this were the case in the face of contrary evidence of such circumstances. Victim mentality depends on clear thought processes and attributions. Um... In some cases, those with a victim mentality have in fact been the victim of wrongdoing by others or have otherwise suffered misfortune through no fault of their own. However, such misfortunes does not necessarily imply that one will respond by developing a pervasive and universal victim mentality where one frequently or constantly perceives oneself to be a victim. The term is also used in reference to the tendency for recognizing one's misfortunes on somebody else's misdeeds, which is also referred to as victim, vict, victimism. Victim mentality is primarily developed, for example, from family members and situations during childhood. Similarly, criminals often engage in victim thinking, believing themselves to be moral and engaging in crime only as a reaction to an immoral world and furthermore feeling that the authorities are unfairly singling them out for persecution. So, again, guys, we can see this a lot in the attic. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, the, the attic would just, you know, when they're looking for to get people to enable their behavior. Um, I certainly used to do this, you know, oh, poor me, help me out. You know, I, you know, I lost my job to start the, the real estate bubble broke. That was one of my things when I lost when I lost a lot of like a small fortune due to the real estate bubble bursting. And I just I couldn't do real estate no more. So I went from making a lot of money to losing it or not being able to really enjoy the lifestyle I was accustomed to. And then that started just like that, you know, that started to just create other issues in my life like people who was around me for money and the customer me having money started acting different then the judgment started oh why don't you do this or why don't you do that and my attitude was you know things are not working out right now but you know you weren't complaining when I was holding everything down so why are you on me why get off my back get off my back then that led to oh it's the market and oh it's them and oh it's the world and then oh it's their fault and therefore and it was just like you know what joe you just have to take a deep breath regroup and just reset everything start from start over but the victim mentality is real and you know it's not something we all you know you may always deal with and um but 
you gotta I think everyone needs to take a certain level of introspection and look deep down and see if this applies to you in any area of your life. It could be in your marriage, you know. I see this a lot in relationships. It's is is therefore, it's therefore, it's you're never wrong, you're never wrong, you're always the right one, you're always the right one, it's always your spouse's fault. Meanwhile, you're not identifying and um trying to you know, you're not identifying where your fault lies and where you're culpable. So I think this episode is really important for us keeping it real. It's a keeping it real moment. Stop playing the victim. If you're out there playing a the victim, it's not everyone's fault. Your predicament is your total responsibility. And we did another episode called accountability and ownership. You have to take accountability for your life and ownership for everything in your life. You're never going to get sober until you start realizing every aspect of your life is in your is your total control. Man up, woman up. Let's put our big boy and big girl pants on and grow up. We all have to do it. Okay, it's too many adults out there um, we're running around acting like kids because they're they're blaming other people for their mishaps and mistakes and setbacks. Right? So this episode is keeping it real. I just wanted to keep it real, but I'm throwing myself on in the fire first. I w- I'm, I'm the first one to say I played the victim mentality too long. And the day I decided to sober up and get my life together, I had to take full responsibility for everything and say it was my fault. Now it's time for me to grow up. So I love you guys. Um, let's keep it going. This is going to be a real in and out episode. It's going to be clips going in and out. So bear with me. We're going to do a small dive. We, we, we already defined victim, being, um, the victim mentality. And now we're going to listen to some experts who's going to give us some tangible things that we can use to start to reverse this problem in society and definitely in the world of addiction and recovery. Love you all. See you soon. How to Change Your Victim Mindset to a Victor Mindset by Selana Whitener, Forbes Council Member, Forbes.com. Have you heard of the classic victim versus victor mindset? If you haven't, you need to. This mental attitude consists of two separate and opposite mindsets, recognition of which can help you attain your goals and feel fulfilled in your personal and professional lives. Having a classic Victor inclination helps you create an easy integration of your work-lifestyle balance and reinforce a positive outlook in life. On the other hand, having a classic victim disposition creates a negative outlook on life and deepens your work-lifestyle imbalance. Recognizing these two different mindsets will help you focus on the internal work needed to quit making excuses and look for extrinsic motivations. If you're feeling out of balance and unfulfilled, it may be your fault. In order to understand the importance of this classic victim versus victor mindset, let us coin as a metaphor. Let us use this coin as a metaphor. On one side of the coin, which is bright and shiny, represents the classic victim mindset. The other side, dark and tarnished, represents the classic victim mindset. If you are not in control of your life, then you are in essence just flipping a coin in order to determine your life's outcome. Maybe it will land as bright and shiny, maybe not. 
Only you have the power to avoid such a coin flip and make sure your life stays on the right side. The classic victor with her in-the-moment attitude focuses on the positive and systematic pursuit of consistent short and long-term goals. So where do you start in order to stop being the classic victim? Start by becoming aware of your personal internal dialogue, the silent conversation all of us have inside of our head every day. Then comes categorization. Which of your thoughts are positive? Which are negative? If you never kept track before, do so now, and I think you'll be surprised at how often you're concerned about the dark and tarnished and not the bright and shiny. The classic victim's behavior often includes the following. Constant excuses and complaints. False blames and promises. Fear of making mistakes and commitments. Belief in quick shortcuts and outcomes. Lost resources of time and energy. Learning without applying new knowledge. Lack of self-confidence and self-efficacy. On the other hand, the classic victim's behavior usually include constant motivation and goal setting, honoring impeccable values and promises, overcoming fears and obstacles, implementing effective solutions and productivity, focusing on progress and time management, growing by using new knowledge, following through to goal completion. If you choose to positively influence your thoughts and reinforce the behavior of a victor, you are progressing, not regressing in life. We can add in this analysis by another metaphor. Let's think of your thoughts as involving hardware and software. The hardware is, of course, your brain. The software is what you run through your brain in the form of conscious and unconscious thoughts. This software runs thousands of thoughts through our brain each day, 90% of which comes from the past. For one with a classic victim mindset, probably even more. By managing your internal dialogue, you can stay motivated and guarantee that bright and shiny life outcome. If you don't manage your internal dialogue, you almost guarantee a lack of motivation and achievement. So each day, ask yourself this question often. Do I benefit from having this specific thought? I think it will be extremely illuminating. Share your learning with me. How to Change Your Victim Mindset to a Victim Mindset by Selana Whitener, Forbes Council Member, Forbes.com. Before we go into our next segment, I want to cut to a message from our sponsor. I just want to say a little bit about our sponsorship. Um, Anchor, the app Anchor really has been instrumental in me getting my podcast together and getting my word out there. Um, Sometimes with this podcast, the subject matters are sensitive and I don't always like to run ads or promotions or anything like that because I'm not doing this podcast to make money. Um, but I, you will always hear one sponsor and it's usually Anchor because I'm still in awe of how easy this app makes the process, the process of, um, creating a podcast so effortless. Like it's so fun and effortless. I could just pick up, record and go. So, you know, 
if you're out there and part of your healing is wanting to be heard and telling your story, definitely look into downloading the app Anchor. And thank you for hanging in there. We're halfway through the podcast. We have some really good, insightful segments coming up. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget to check out popucanon.net. Okay, that's my website, P-O-P-B-U-C-H-A-N-A-N.net. And you can follow me on Instagram at Monk Healing. That's M-O-N-K-H-E-A-L-I-N-G. Or at Pop Buchanan. That's my music page, P-O-P-B-U-C-H-A-N-A-N. I love you guys. Hang tight while we cut to a message from our sponsor. Have a good day. Six Signs of Victim Mentality and How to Change Them by Leslie Becker Phelps, PhD, WebMD, psychologist. According to Robert Leahy, PhD, director of the American Institute for Cognitive Therapy, there are a number of dimensions that comprise the victim role. Below are six characteristics of victim-oriented thinking, along with ways you can challenge the thinking. One, you feel powerless, unable to solve a problem or cope effectively with it. Challenge, what can you do to help yourself? Even if you are faced with a situation that cannot be fixed, think about what resources are available to help you through the situation more effectively. Two, you tend to see problems as catastrophes. Challenge, be on the lookout for exaggerating how bad your problems are. Ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Then follow up with, how can I cope with that? Three, you tend to think others are trying to hurt you on purpose. Challenge, is it possible that you are seeing a malicious intentions that's simply not there? Consider the other person's perspective and what other motives they might have. Even if certain people do not want to hurt you or have purposely hurt you, are there others who are supportive and show they, they care? By recognizing these latter relationships, you can see yourself as a victim in a situation without identifying yourself, your whole being, as a victim. Four, you believe you are targeted for mistreatment and you alone are targeted for mistreatment. Challenge, think about others whom you know personally or whom you've heard about who have been treated poorly or victimized. They might have experienced similar problems to yours or very different ones. Either way, allow yourself to be aware that you are not alone in being treated poorly. Five, you hold tightly to thoughts and feelings related to being a victim. You also refuse to consider other perspectives for how to think about and for how to cope with your problems. Challenge, focus on what you can do to help yourself now and consider what you might do differently in the future to discourage being victimized again. Also, talk with others whom you respect and be truly open to considering their input. Six, as a victim, you feel compelled to keep painful memories alive, not forgive and take revenge. Challenge, think about whether these ways of thinking are serving you well or whether they are perpetuating your unhappiness. Work on accepting that you cannot change the past. This is obvious, but it doesn't feel fair. 
so it is often difficult to stop fighting against. But as you come to accept it, you will likely realize that you need to let go of your anger and and possibly even forgive. These are paths that often require work commitment and outside help, sometimes even professional guidance. If you work on confronting each aspect of being a victim, you will find that you move towards feeling empowered and less vulnerable. And despite the pain you suffer, you will learn to thrive. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. The next segment is going to be called Victim Mindset by Dr. Tracy Marks. I found this video on YouTube and um, I really like Dr. Marks. She really comes across really clear. Um, She's a very good psychiatrist based in Atlanta. She has over 20 years experience teaching mental health issues and self-improvement. And she believes that education empowers. And this video was really insightful for me. And I just wanted to share it with you today. In this video, Dr. Marks will be talking about how to get out of the victim mindset. And she's going to give you five ways to recognize whether you have this mindset and five solutions to break out of the victim mindset. All right. So I'm going to put this link in the show notes. Hi, I'm Dr. Tracy Marks, a psychiatrist, and in this video, I'll be talking with you about how to break out of the victim mindset. I'll be giving you five ways to recognize whether you have this mindset and five solutions to break out of this mindset. And why is this even important? Because setbacks and disappointments and hurts, they're all part of the uncertainty of life. How you respond to these setbacks determines how satisfied you are or will be with your life. You can't control your circumstances, but you can control your response to them. So how do you know if you're wallowing in victimization? Here's five ways to recognize it. Number one, most things have a negative tone to them. You can even get to the point where you feel like life just isn't even on your side or you've been dealt a really bad set of cards. Number two, you ask yourself why a lot. Why does everything in my life have to be hard? Why can't people just leave me alone? Why don't people understand me? Number three, you mull over things a lot. The psychological term for this is ruminate. Picture a cow chewing cud for hours. This is what can go on in your head when you're thinking about your life. The script just runs over and over and nothing seems to work out for you. Um, I never seem to get fill in the blank. Why bother? Because I always fill in the blank. Number four, you don't think very highly of yourself. You are your own worst critic. You feel like damaged goods, which means you don't deserve very good things. Number five, your first emotion is anger and you're often resentful of other people's gains. An example of this may be you resent the fact that your best friend got a $7,000 bonus at work. She already has nice things. Why is she always the one who gets these things? These things never seem to happen to you. Do any of these sound familiar to you? Sometimes you can slip into the victim mindset only in certain areas of your life. It can be subtle, but persuasive enough to hold you back or even lower your self-esteem. 
Here are five solutions to break out of this way of thinking. Number one, build confidence by creating small, achievable goals. Think of this as like starting with one of those huge, large, 100-piece baby puzzles and then moving up to the 1,000-piece mega puzzle. If you're convinced that good things never happen to you, you have to retrain your mind to see that you can win at something, even if it's something small. Then you have to give yourself time to reflect or ruminate on these small accomplishments with the intention of moving on to even bigger accomplishments. Number two, turn your attention to giving to others. Victimization breeds neediness. And the more needy you are, the more opportunity you have to be disappointed when your needs aren't met. So adopt the approach of getting by giving first. Meeting someone else's needs allows you to rise above the victim mode and by being someone's hero. The satisfaction that you can get from loving or showing love to others gives you a reason to love yourself. And when you love yourself, you build a hedge of protection around yourself to guard against future hurts. Number three, make a gratitude list. You've probably heard this before, but when you're in victim mode, you focus more on what you don't have and you lose sight of the things that you do have. So you change your perspective by spending more time counting your blessings when you write these things down. And you can remind yourself of these things later when you slip back into feeling sorry for yourself. So you actually have them that you can pull them, pull them out from a piece of paper and read them. Number four, get closure on your past hurts. And this may involve forgiving someone. It may involve forgiving yourself. If you blame yourself for continuing to make the same mistakes over and over or trusting the same wrong person, you need to do the following. You need to understand what draws you to these bad decisions in the first place, and this will take some work. You may need the help of a therapist or a counselor or even a good friend who knows you very well. But once you have a good handle on your pattern, you press the reset button and you trust that you can move on to better decisions in the future. Number five, take ownership of your decisions. No one can make you feel a certain way without you allowing it. And if you're around people who uh, make you feel bad, maybe because they're critical of you, then you've got to limit your contact with them because they're not helping you. And sometimes you don't have the, the, the option of never seeing them because it's a family member, maybe a parent. In that case, you have to set an emotional distance between you and that person to protect yourself from always being hurt by them. So don't let past hurts define you. Identify how you may be wallowing in victim mode so that you can put it behind you. You have the power to rid yourself of the victim persona, but it will be a daily ongoing process that requires a lot of effort, but it does become easier the more you rid yourself of that victim mindset. Here's a challenge for you. Identify a way that you're wallowing in victim mode, and here's two ways you can start with this. Do you have a why bother mindset about because you failed at something so many times? Or are people always having to give you a pep talk? If so, choose one of the five solutions and apply it to your situation and implement it. And I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a comment um, and let me know how this worked for you. Thanks for watching.
Wow, this episode has been so informative for me. Um, I pray for everyone out there that's struggling with addiction, everyone that's in a dark place, everyone that feels alone. And even if, and honestly, if you feel the world is out for you and you feel like everyone's against you, and if you do have a victim mentality, there's nothing wrong with that. I want to start by saying that. I know sometimes I could say, you know, we need to put on our big boy, big girl pants, and we need to step up. But there is, there are people out there that's really suffering from mental illness and people out there who literally had it rough in life and it's really hard for them to see past their setbacks and past the pain that was inflicted on them. And I just want to say this, this episode is dedicated to you, all right? I'm not talking down to you guys. I'm not trying to belittle you. I'm just trying to give you tools. I was just like you. You know, I had the whole world going for me and then when things started happening to me, you know, losing my small fortune, losing, um, uh, you know, losing a relationship, losing money, losing friends. I started developing a victim mentality as if the world was against me. And, you know, I had to relearn that the world is not against me. But if you're out there and you're going through it, you're naturally going to feel that way. And I want you to know I love you. I have compassion for you. And this episode is dedicated to the sober community. Anyone that's suffering from addiction, every one of us that's in recovery, everyone out there that's being abused, everyone out there that's struggling with their weight and, um, you know, mental issues, spiritual issues, social, psychological issues. It's not always about addiction. It's not always about recovery. It's about the world. It's about humanity. And we all struggle. All right. And we all are victims to some degree. You know, things happen and we have to heal and get past it. But we can't let our scars and our pain dictate our life. Okay, we have to get out of it. So I'm dedicating this episode to you guys. And I just want to put that disclaimer in because there's going to be points in this episode where we're going to be really hard on you. And we're really going to be trying to pound in that you can reverse these things. And then I may sound like I'm out of pocket because, you know, but I just want you guys to know I want all of us to win. And I was there with you and I love you guys. Okay, and we're going to work on this together and we're going to make things happen together. Okay, and um, I'm here for you, and let's move forward and enjoy this episode. God bless you. I like to close this podcast out with a prayer. God in heaven, please pray for all the victims of pain, hurt, and malicious behavior. We pray for everyone out there that's being abused, everyone out there that's being hurt and just taken advantage of, everyone out there that's hurting, everyone out there that's struggling with addiction of any kind, mental illness of any kind, spiritual illness of any kind, physical illness of any kind. Um, If you're in pain and you feel alone, may God be with you. If you're lost, may God be with you. You're not alone. If you can't get away from your abuser, we're praying for you for a miracle. May God be with you. 
being a victim is real, God. There's so many victims out there and people that's been taken advantage of and um, really hurt. And we love them all. And we hope that you take this prayer and bring comfort to their hearts and help them find a way out. God in heaven, you help me find a way out. And I'm asking you, please, to help those who's afflicted with pain and those who truly have a victim story to tell and those who's truly been victimized and those struggling from a victim mentality, please find the strength and the courage to break free so you can help others heal. And we pray for you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Have a good day.